Moms, I'm your host, Wendy Sparks. Today, my guest is Marie Holloway, mother of Kyle Lowry of the Toronto Raptors. This is a good one. We have a lot to talk about, so let's get Marie on the show. So welcome to the show, Marie, mother of six-time all-star, Olympic gold medalist, and NBA champion Kyle Lowry of the Toronto Raptors. Hi. Thanks so much, Marie, for coming to the show. I really, really appreciate your time. Thank you. You're welcome. Let's get right to it and talk about the early days. What are some of the earliest memories you have of Kyle playing basketball? Um, you talking about when he first started to walk? <laughs> or <early laughs> that's what it was. Organized. <laughs> well, um, his first Christmas car was born in March. His first Christmas, he had a mini basketball court, mini football, mini baseball. So it started then. And um, every year I would upgrade it because he would get bigger. <laughs> and um, I was very athletic. My family was very athletic. So we, you know, we always did the sport things. Yeah. So he started playing organized ball at about um seven or eight i think but it started from playing baseball um, oh they had like a the phillies had this rookie thing where the kids um they had a little baseball league so he played for this guy named jimmy black and the um they had like pitching machines right so kyle didn't know what a single was he would hit the ball and the ball could be in the first baseman's glove and he would just keep going. <laughs> like it was just hilarious. So, so just all kind of commotion and whatever. So Jimmy also did basketball. So he brought Kyle in to play basketball and it kind of just started from there. Wow. So let's talk about organized basketball. Like at what point did, or how old was he when he, wanted to be like now on a team with the uniform like um well starting then jimmy you know they had a lot of little um city programs so jimmy had basketball teams they had mainly t-shirts or whatever and he had he played in a couple of like leagues in our neighborhood and um he just caught a love for basketball my ba my family is baseball like i play softball i was a three you know, three season and four or five sport athlete. My brother, their dad, um, baseball was big yeah. in our family. My dad, my everybody. So I really thought baseball would be his thing. I played softball. Kyle was on the softball field at three months of age. Wow. And he would be with me every summer during softball season. So I really thought it would be softball, but he really caught a love for basketball. You're making me um, think about starting a mom's softball league because I play softball too, but we'll talk about that another time. <laughs> I ain't running nowhere but to the bathroom. <laughs> oh, that's the best. <laughs> That'll be quite the game. Right. So, <laughs> so 
You raised Kyle in Philadelphia, where basketball is known to have produced a lot of basketball greats, such as Will Chamberlain and Kobe Bryant, just to name a few. So at what age did the world of basketball really, truly begin for Kyle? Now, like, when was it serious? Okay, so someone that I was dating um, was a Jordan fanatic. When I say fanatic, I mean fanatic. Mm-hmm. Every pair of sneakers, t-shirts, shorts, all this stuff. And it was a basketball fanatic. So when he was at my house, it was basketball, 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 basketball. Mm. And um, I don't, like, that's just, like I said, we were a sport family. So we always was into mm. basketball. So I'm going to say about eight, nine, when he really started, because Kyle was just, very naturally athletic. So he, he, whatever it was and people were doing it, they were doing, he played football mm-hmm. with his brothers, mm. with his older brother, I'm sorry, um, and his friends. So Lonnie's five years older. So right. he did everything with them. So his love and, and knowledge for the game came kind of early. Yeah. So, because of his size, did Kyle have a chip on his shoulder where he had to prove himself? Um, that came a little later. Um, but yeah, but what they would do is say with football, they would give him the ball and block for him. Yeah. So you see this little guy <laughs> running around through all these big guys, making them miss and fall and all kind of stuff. And it was really funny. And, um, it, it was, Saying, well, with basketball, I guess it's a little harder because it's one-on-one where size really did kind of matter. But mm-hmm. because he wanted to be with the big boys, he did what he had to do. That's so it. he got out there and got knocked down and got back up and got knocked down again and got back up. There you go. And there. he's always been like that. Still like that. <laughs> I was going to say, uh, that didn't right. change. Yeah, yeah. So let's move a little bit forward now to uh, high school. So he went to Cardinal Dougherty High School. He actually in... went to Northeast High School for the first two years. Oh, okay. In ninth and 10th grade, he went to Northeast High School. He transferred to Cardinal Dougherty in 11th grade. Oh, okay. And he so, played on their varsity basketball team. So at yeah. what point did he start to stand out? Um, <clears throat> so I got to take him back a little bit. Um, Kyle started playing AAU. So because we were inner city, wasn't a whole lot of really organized AAU or really organized ball for these kids. So I had to actually take him outside of the neighborhood Hmm. for him to play AAU. And he played on a team that was predominantly white. And it was him and I think two two other kids that were black on the team was actually one. And then Kyle came and brought his friends to that made three. So playing on that team, the father coached that team. So even though Kyle was arguably better than the coach's son, you know how they go. Yeah. Yeah. So (laughs) Kyle would come in and all kind of good stuff happened, come in, get steals, turn the game around it. And he was sitting back down. So that kind of went on for, couple years and after the second year I was like well listen you still want to do this with this team he was like yeah I like he liked playing with them we liked everything they were doing like other than that you know um he just wanted a fair shot of course 
So go into high school, taking that into high school, Kyle has had to fight starting at that level. Okay, you know you're better than this kid and you show it every time you hit the court, but you know, because the dad coached the team, he kept getting the poop under yeah. the stick. Yeah. And then when he went to high school, when he transferred his first two years in Northeast. So the first year he was on freshman, he shouldn't have been on freshman. Um, they, the way they played their freshman team, he would do five and five. They would play four and four minutes, not playing to win that. I hated that. And so did he. So it was like the participation rule then. Basically, basically. Yeah. But that was only one of the few schools that did that. Most other schools, you know, it was competitive. Yeah. Um, 10th grade, he should have been on, was he on varsity? He was on varsity. She did put him on varsity, but he didn't, she didn't start him. He would, again, come in games, turn games around, make a whole lot of stuff happen. They made it to the championship with him and lost to um, um, Strawberry Mansion. And it was a really good game. And that's kind of mm-hmm. when Kyle got a little, started getting, you know, who was this kid? And yeah. I mean, the city kind of sort of knew because he played in the rec leagues and stuff like that, but he wasn't a name. At right. that well, getting recognized by the city and getting recognized by schools is two different things, right? Oh, so, yeah. So Kyle was considered a five-star recruit in the country. When did you realize that basketball was going to provide Kyle with a free education? I'm going to say like 10th grade. Well, after, after that 10th grade year when he played Mansion, when they played in that championship, when he, you know, he was one of the stronger players on that team that made it to the championship. So, yeah. you know, words started to trickle, trickle, trickle. So I'm like, okay, cool. Let's see, let's see what this does. Um, 11th grade at Doherty, they made it to the chip as well. It a great season. Um, they made it to the ship. They lost, eventually lost. You know, things started getting a little, you know, 10th grade, 11th grade. So I think it's a 10th grade, it might have been 10th to 11th grade summer, I think, um, with AAU, when we started our own thing. Uh, well, my son and Mr. Clancy started their own thing. Kyle had a phenomenal summer um I wasn't able to travel with him that much and he was playing pretty much anywhere that anybody wanted him to play you know Miss Marie can Kyle go blah 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 yeah Yeah. he played on our team when we weren't doing anything he was able to go play other places so he's his name started to you know pop up you know he went out Mm -hmm. LA to a couple tournaments he went to a camp out there things just started to Right. You know, I started hearing more things. His brother was on top of it. You know, my son Lonnie is one of the best basketball minds you'll ever meet. He knows who's the best fifth grader in the country yeah. <laughs> and who's the best NBA right. player. Right, you know, right. Lonnie was on it. And, um, you know, things just started to, you know, happen. Like, I didn't really know what all that was about. You yeah. know, I just, wherever they say they need to be, he needed to be, I made sure he was there. Yeah, and it's tough when you have, when you're not sure what resources to use, right? So you just gotta follow along with the information that you're given until. Well, I knew that Lonnie knew. 
Right. I knew that Lonnie knew. So yeah. whatever Lonnie told me, that's that's yeah. what it was. And of course, and this is his brother, right? So he's gonna yep. make sure that Kyle's in the right place. So, so I'm gonna say I'm gonna say yeah, like eleventh to twelfth grade. All right. Eleventh is when things really started to to blossom for him. So mm-hmm. thinking back to his college recruitment, do you remember when the letters from schools started? Yeah, they started in? um that the, the summer going into his, I believe, senior year. So how did you manage um, which schools as a family you were just even going to consider? Um, his um, brother, mm-hmm. um, his high school coach, because um, it was it was crazy. Like, I, I still had the letters, like, in the basement. Yeah. Like, it, it was, they were coming from everywhere. Like, everywhere, oh, yeah. ev- everywhere. So, of course... What happened is, all right, listen, we got to start narrowing this down. You know, if you yeah. know it's certain schools, you just not going to. So just put them out their misery. Just yeah. tell them thank <laughs> you. And, you know, start. And then, you know, the, the big the big dogs started calling. UConn, yeah. and Syracuse, and Nova, and, yeah. you know, Kansas. Wow. Yeah, he had a lot of Xavier... He had a lot of big time schools, big time schools. And the final choice was Villanova. So tell us why. Um, for me. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, let's start with you and then Kyle, because it doesn't sound like the process was the same. Like, were you looking for the same thing? What happened was, uh you probably noticed because... Kim probably went through the same thing. What the guys do is they sit back and they watch what everybody else is doing. Yeah. So Kyle had Syracuse, UConn, Xavier. Um, and it was two other schools I just can't remember right now. So I'm like, okay, you need to start setting up your visits. So it was getting late. So yeah. you need to start setting up your visits. So he started setting up his visits. And each time before we were going on a visit, somebody would commit. We were scheduled to leave Friday. Somebody committed Thursday. Oh. We were scheduled to leave Thursday. Somebody committed Wednesday. Yeah. So it kind of got to the point where, all right, listen, don't you want to be in control of where you go to school? Yeah. So um, we took our visit to Nova. We took a visit to Arkansas, which I love Fayetteville. I don't know what it is about that little city. I always love Fayetteville. <laughs> I just didn't get the best feel on the visit. Love mm-hmm. Stan Heath, great guy, whatever. I just didn't get that yeah. that feeling. He went to Nova to visit, um, and it, it just felt different. You know, mm-hmm. you had Randy Foy, Alan Ray, Mike Nardi. Soon as he hit campus, he was with them. Right. You know they. They took him around campus. They was with him everywhere. They did everything with him or for him. They even came down. It was like a hol- near Halloween. They came down to where we lived at to this haunted house with him. <sighs> they spent all the time with him, made him feel the love, made him feel wanted. And these are guys, guys that were there, yeah. that were staples there. And they made him feel like, yo, we want you. Yeah. I didn't get that at the right. other visit. Uh, and that had nothing to do with the coaches. It was to me like, all right, if if I'm sending my child this far away, I need to make sure that he's going to be okay. That right. He, they're going to look out for him. And I just didn't get that with the players. Right. 
And I just felt that way with Noah. Of course, the Phantom is only... Uh- Half an hour. I was, I was, I was just gonna say, did proximity have something to do with it for you, mom? Because it's like not far. (laughs) But I knew, I knew. Kyle made it clear that he wanted to go away to school. Yeah, he wanted to go away to school, and I would have been okay with that as long as it was the right fit for him. Right. And uh, so, so talk to me about this time, his time there, and his days as a wildcat like what were those games like and how was he received by the staff and oh the fans um <laughs> it wasn't the smoothest transition i mean that story has been told <laughs> it wasn't the smoothest transition um kyle is very big on trust and he needed to know that they were going to you know have his back yeah didn't help that he tore his acl like that summer that he was supposed to go in but the way they treated him like during the surgery it was somebody with him 24 7 like it was a really you know i was i was really happy with the way they handled things um the staff was great after they everything you know we they got things together nova nation is some of the best fans, one of the best college fan bases out there. I'm, I'll say it to this day. I still enjoy going <laughs> to the games. I don't care what nobody else say. It is what it is. Um, so that that was that. I, I enjoy, I, you know, they made us feel welcomed and loved. And um, the process of him leaving I really didn't have a lot to say about that. Mm-hmm. So you're talking about when he decided to declare two years later, right? Yeah. 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 So did you agree that he was ready to play on the big stage? So, you know, all that NBA talk, it was never me. It was never, mm-hmm. all I wanted was his college paid for. Right. The NBA didn't really start until yep. Big East tournament that year and we were waiting for him and I'm getting bombarded with agents and hi, I'm such and such and such. And I'm like, okay. So like Lonnie was my my son was dealing with all that. You know. Oh, okay. If it was somebody that I needed to talk to, he made sure I talked to him. If it was somebody I need to say hi to, he made sure I said hi to him. We did nothing, you know, inappropriate anyway. And that was me. Like I'm that I'm that girl. Like yeah. if, if I'm not supposed to talk to him, I'm talking to him. If I'm not like I'm not doing anything that's gonna mess up, you know, my son's ability to do anything. That's right. So, um, that's how that went. So, is it safe to say now it's the time to build Team Kyle with the agents, the financial consultants, business managers, etc. So, is Lonnie that played a big role in 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 all of this for you? Yeah, I think um, what what they did was. It got down to whoever they were thinking about or yeah. whoever they went to. Um, we had a family friend that was in the league, Katina Mobley, who had an agent who was pretty good. Um, the one thing about Kyle, and to this day, Kyle does his research. He does his research. It's not it's not a thing where somebody can say, oh, well, yeah, this is the best one. So you go ahead and do it. He's going to do it. No, Nope. You tell me it's the best one. I'm going to go do my research and yeah. find out what I need to find out. And that's... That's that. So when it got down to who his agent was going to be, whatever, I I was bored in, okay, mom, this is who I'm thinking about. 
right. you know, y'all should meet. Right. And we did. So now it's draft time. Did Kyle work out for various teams? Yes. And what was the buzz in Philly like around him? Um, that's funny. Um, I really didn't hear a lot about like, like say the hometown team. Yeah. Going to draft him. Um, Kyle worked out for the Raptors. Uh, a couple other teams up there. Well, he worked out mm-hmm. for I'm gonna say seven or eight teams. Yeah. You know, you had to pay for that stuff yourself. So, um, and that was a long time ago. So I don't exactly remember. I do remember Doreen because I dealt with her. I, I know he worked out with um Doreen was she was the the, the hair not the hair honcho, but she took care of all that stuff at the Raptors. She retired a few years ago. Um, I remember her, I remember a lady from Houston, I remember um, you know, a few other people, but mainly it was just in passing. Yeah. You know, okay, he's coming here. This is when his flight, blah, 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 where he's staying, yada, yada. Um, yeah, that was a long time ago. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you as mom, though, how did you mentally prepare for this ultimate change in your family's life? Um, I don't know. I just did. Like, yeah. my biggest concern was my mom. Because my mom, you know, still lived, well, we still, we were living in a family home together. Mm-hmm. And it was like, mom, you know, if this happens, you got to move. I'm not moving. I ain't going away. I ain't leaving my house. Da, 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 da. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, mom, you're going to have to move. So that was actually the biggest concern at that point. But I had an issue with my job. So I worked for the Postal Service. And the Postal Service, they built this brand new building. And they accessed like 1,700 of us or something like that. Mm -hmm. So the job that I got stuck with would have been like 70 to 80 miles away from where we lived. Going to work at 6 p.m. Getting off at like 3.30 in the morning. Wow. If I was to commute, it was almost an hour and a half, yeah. two hour commute every day. If I had to work overtime, it was just going to be, it was just a mess. So Kyle hadn't decided if he was going to stay in a draft and not told his brother and my mom, I said, listen, I don't want this, you know, to be the reason for me to, um, for him to stay in a draft. Cause I really wanted him to go back to school. Like I wanted him to at least get one more year of school. That way, if he had to go back, it would only be one year. Right. Um, so I was like, listen, don't tell him nothing. Like we'll just, so Lonnie was like, mom, you can't take that job. You're not driving out there. You're not moving out there by yourself, you know, whatever. So he's like, we'll figure it out. Just, I was like, just don't tell your brother. God is good. God is so good. Oh, yes. You know, it it worked out. So So with that said, bring us to draft night now. Give us the full details from their preparations (laughs) to the end of the night. Okay. So our draft day was ridiculous because what happened was during Kyle's, uh, you know, medical stuff, something came up weird in one of his tests so he had to actually fly back to cleveland clinic to be retested 
and to get a little more data into whatever the issue was showing up on his mm. his blood work or his testing. Mm. So Kyle didn't want to do anything major. So we just had something at a friend's house in Jersey, just close family, his girlfriend, um, I think her mom and her best friend and um, my family. It was maybe 20 of us, 25 of us at the most. And we kept it quiet. And it was crazy because Kyle actually didn't get back from Cleveland. He got in just in time to see his friend, Randy Ford, get drafted. So just the whole thing. So until his paperwork or his medical stuff got cleared, he went from, I think Kyle was projected to go somewhere like um, 12 to 17. And because the, the blood work and stuff didn't come back, he kind of got pushed back a little bit. Right. So it was getting a little nerve wracking and, yeah. you know, until I guess everybody got whatever they needed. So, um, but it was very quiet, um, just the closest family and friends. And we had had a flood here, this major <laughs> flood in Pennsylvania. So all of the news outlets that had asked to be there couldn't come. Oh my goodness. Because they all had to go up to, I think it was Wilkes-Barre or Pittsburgh in that area or something like that. Yeah. So the main the main sports channel, they actually were here, but we asked them not to come in until he actually got drafted. And then once, you know, he got drafted, it was just a <laughs> moment. Well, he was selected 24th overall yep. by the Memphis Grizzlies, where he spent three years. So yep. first, let's talk about that feeling when... Oh, they announced that your baby now is, <laughs> is in the NBA. Like, did all those worries go away? Like, just. Um, no. Um, because my plan was to still, was to go back to work. Like, I, Absolutely. if I had to work, I was going to work. I didn't leave my job because my son made it into the league, which is why I didn't want him to know what was going on with me. Right. He didn't actually find out until like a week or two later. Yeah what it was actually going on. So um, it was just a feel like you, we dream of things for our kids. Yes. And I was able to see his dream come true. Yeah. And um, that my mom was still alive to see it. And, you know, we were all together. It was one of the best moments ever. Of course. And for you as mom, it's like life continues as usual, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So what was his rookie year like? And in okay. your opinion, how did how was his fit on that team? Um, I like the fact that he went to Memphis because it was a smaller market as well. Um, he had some of the best vets on that team. He had Damon Stoudemire, Mike Miller, Eddie Jones, Stromile Swift. You know, he had some of the best vets you could ever want. Unfortunately, mm -hmm. Kyle got hurt. Like I think it's eight games into the season, for mm -hmm. his wrists. Um, Zogowskis. It, yes. They were him doing what he does, and they're tussling for the ball, <laughs> and it came down his wrist, and that was the end of his season. And he was just breaking out. He had I think started the night before or two nights before, had game of his you know young career. Probably was get raised. You know, make some yeah. noise and and then that happens. 
but it was like a lot of, you know, he got to learn a lot. You know, he sat on the sidelines and, you know, studied and learned things and, you know, oh, picked sure. up a lot of life lessons. Right. So after three years, he was traded to the Houston Rockets, where he spent another three years. Were you both expecting the trade? The Houston trade? I think no. I don't, I, no, I don't think so. Oh, yeah, yeah, no, I got to think about it. Yeah, I, I'm not <laughs> saying I was expecting the trade, but the way things were, were, was going down in Memphis, yeah, it was it was a good move for him mm-hmm. because they had drafted Mike Conley. Okay. And um, they drafted Mike at, like, number four. Okay. So I think Kyle and Mike went through that for like a year where who was going to start, who wasn't going to start, blah, 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 blah. So them trading him to Houston was good for him. It was good for him. So it was a good fit for him at the time. Um, I mean, he, he still would have been coming off the bench, but it was a good fit for him. Rick Adelman was probably one of the best things that ever happened to Kyle. Oh. Yeah, Rick Adelman, and he let Kyle do Kyle. Well, and Kyle do Kyle and Kyle Blossom there. Um, and that's important for a player for their development, yeah. right? When you're mm-hmm. able to take the talent that you still one of his favorites from what I get. So. so in 2012, he was traded once again, this time to the Toronto Raptors. I mean, I'm familiar with the scenario of my son moving to another country to play basketball for a living. So what were your feelings about Kyle leaving the U.S. to play in Toronto County? <laughs> that really didn't matter because it wasn't that far. You right. know, it still was an hour and a half flight. Um eight hours if you decided to drive it really wasn't that far it didn't really like it's a whole country kind of thing really didn't that didn't bother me at all um (laughs) it didn't never bothered me it was just when i got there and realized how different things were like even as far as you know uh the metric system and (laughs) money and all that kind of stuff that's when i realized how different things were yeah it's our money's not as much as yours. <laughs> we have leaders, you have gallons. Yeah, I, yeah, figured yeah. <laughs> I figured out how to save money or whatever while I was up there, but it wasn't, that wasn't a big thing. Yeah. Um, but I, I loved um, the fact that everything we did when he got there, he had to find a place to live. They didn't just send, they sent, you know, like, real people to help us not you know just to send an agent they yeah. sent Doreen and Courtney and Gemma met us at the airport like it's always been like family since day one wow so he joined the Raptors at a time where the franchise had a had little success he's been an instrumental part of the development of this club's rise to stardom so what was it like for you to watch him grow into the leader he is today <sighs> So I, um, I'm trying to, I'm looking down cause I don't want to get missed. I'm a crier. Like I'm a big cry baby. Things oh. hit my heart a certain way. I watched him turn into everything I, I imagined that I wanted my son to be Yeah. as a man, as a father, as a son, brother, player, teammate. You know, Masai challenged him and he was up for the challenge. And um, he got married 
had babies, and it has been one of the most amazing experiences of my life. Um, um, I don't know. I just that's okay. So, I mean, he plays such a good, deep role with developing the team, right? Because he's such a leader. Kyle is an amazing person. Like, he's so unselfish in a lot of ways and wants to share everything that he can. You know, like when you hear him say, I want to see him get paid. He means that. Yeah. He wants to, I've seen like almost every rookie that he's had since he's been in Toronto and some not rookies have really blossomed, you know, being around him because he Mm -hmm. demands the best. Yeah. And it may not always come out the right way. Like I'm not in the gym and I I mean, I always, I hear things, I read things just like everybody else do. That's the, that's how I, and I know that he, he demands certain things. And even though it may not come out the way people want it to come out, the message gets got and these guys get what they need and they want. And uh, you'll never, ever, 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 ever hear anybody ever say Kyle was a bad teammate ever, ever. Okay. So let's talk about that a bit. Um, We know what Kyle's like when we see him on the court. What is he like off the court? Like what relationships, what kind of relationships does he have with his teammates? Um, I can't say, we don't, I can't really say, um, like everybody knows how close he is to DeMar. Mm-hmm. Him and Rudy are still extremely close. Um, he's like big brother to yeah. most of them. Um, he looks out, he takes care of them. He doesn't even know I know half the stuff that he does. Like. <laughs> Because I, I might run into somebody and they'll be like, oh, you know, Kyle is the best. Da, 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 da. You know, he did this, he did that, he did this, he did that. And the guys really respect him and I and believe that he has their best interests and they're they're more than willing to learn right. and, and, and listen to him. Like you they might get cursed out a time <laughs> or two, might get their feelings hurt, time or three or four. But at the end of the day, you know, they, they're getting what they need and what they want. That, but that's really what matters in the end, at the end of the day, right? I mean, yeah, but he's very, he's very unselfish. He's, he's the one that try, that gets a lot of the little, um, make sure that they have dinner um, at Christmas or if they're not at home at Thanksgiving and he'll bring a chef in to cook for him. And like, he really takes care of those guys and tries to teach them as many life lessons as he can. Right. So he taps into the human side of them, right? Yep. Yep. He may not, he doesn't necessarily show it outwardly, but they know. They know. So Kyle has had a wealth of mentorship from many successful professional basketball players himself. So who were some of those mentors early on in his career? Um, Damon Stoudemire for sure. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, Eddie Jones, Stromal Swift. Mike Miller, um, Chuck Hayes, Chauncey Billups, Tyron Liu. He's still very close to all of them, actually. Yeah. Um, He and Coach, like I said, Coach Adelman, 
who allowed him to do him and allowed him to blossom. Right. Oh, a bunch of them. <laughs> a bunch of them. Yeah. You know, but it's nice to see that whatever he learned from them, he took all of that and brought it to his teammates and became the leader that he is, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. Speaking of leader, let's talk about the 2018-19 season oh, and <laughs> and lead up to the championship moment. Let's talk about the season, the playoffs, Jurassic Park, the championship game. Let's do it all. Okay. Um, I don't know exactly what. It just kind of happened. Right. <laughs> it just kind of happened. Um, the DeMar trade, you know, shook some things up and, you know, Kawhi came in and, you know, things started to gel and blend. And next thing you know, it's, you know, it's playoffs and uh, <laughs> a championship. It was wild. Um, we were, my mom, bless her heart was sick during the playoffs, so I couldn't really go a lot. Um, he flew us up for what we would hope had been the championship game, weren't able, they didn't pull it out, so they actually won it there. Um, yeah, that was one of the most amazing experiences of my life. So tell me, what made it, what made it so beautiful for you? Um, the one, I'm sorry. That's okay. The, um, when they went to, when they realized they were going to the chip and it's a picture of Kyle, like, girl, (laughs) (laughs) I cannot begin to tell you how, how I was feeling. And mind you, what a lot of people don't know, some do. Is my mother was dying. Um, yes, you mentioned it to me at that time, and um, just to have that um, distraction, I guess. Um, yeah. But to see him with everything that he had been through, with all of the fighting that he had to do from the time he was about eleven or twelve to that day was to know he was going to the chip was just yeah amazing enough and then um so championship series it was just something different to me it just felt different and i don't know whether maybe it was me realizing you know maybe my mom was slipping away and she was sending him, sending them, because yeah. she loved that boy. <laughs> that boy couldn't do no wrong in her eyes. The sun rose and set on that boy. Um, at 70 years old, she learned basketball just so she could watch the games. Well, she never watched the games live. She couldn't do it. She would tape them and watch them in the morning. Right. Get up every morning, get the daily paper, Read the stats. <laughs> oh, Kyle only plays that's under minutes. He must not have been feeling well. Damar, what's going on? Like, it was just so cute. Yeah, she was um, involved. That's beautiful. Um, it just felt different. It just felt like, you know, 
this might really happen. Yeah. This this might really happen. So um it just game six. Mm-hmm. Game six, game six. Was it game six? And the way he started, I'm like, oh, oh, this is coming home. Never a doubt. I was like, they bringing this home. Never a doubt. And that moment where, I don't even know what to say. I mean, that moment where it is, now it's actual, it's a fact. So, Your child is a champion. Um, First of all, so let me just put this out to anybody watching. If you ever involved and you know somebody that's in that situation and they win a championship, don't call me phone. Anybody <laughs> <laughs> trying to call me, I want to see the clock run down. I yeah. want to see the celebration. My phone is is ringing like yeah. crazy. Yeah, and I'm like, I'll call you back. I'll call you back. I want to watch. I want to watch. watch. <laughs> it was just such. It was like this is what it was all for. Yeah. This is what it was all for. Every dollar spent, every vacation day, because my vacations was his nationals every year yeah. or whatever. Um, all of the being away from the family and all the kids, like everything that he had to sacrifice to have was for this moment. Absolutely. You met you you look at, at him holding this trophy and that's what that trophy represents. Girl, let me right? tell you, I just cried and like I just and the the respect that yes his teammates gave him to yes. allow him to be the first one to hoist the trophy and things yeah. like that. Just made me realize how much he's respected yes and you know you know even Kawhi like he kind of took a back seat and just said I'm gonna let him have this moment yeah but that shows the value that they have in Kyle right and that goes back to what we're saying the relationships he has both on and off the court yes so the parade So, like I said, what a lot of people don't know is my mom passed two days after that. So, the day of the parade was um, one of the most joy you could ever feel, but probably the most pain. Yeah. Because, but she was there. She was there. Of course she she you know, I told, I, I joked about it, but I admit it. My mom said, listen, I done missed all of this up until now. I'm not missing this. So I'm going to leave and I'm going to catch y'all up there at the parade. And she was all over that day. She was all over that day. And, um, but the crowd, like I, I couldn't be sad because yeah. I knew that she was, blessing him and she was so happy for him oh yeah and she would have been like you know don't be sorry don't be sad you know i'm here yeah you know she got this she was actually here um you know we <clears throat> went to tell her you know the next day <laughs> i'm i'm sure she knew and understood and i think that was like it was at first she's like you know what 
82 years, you know, and this is the pinnacle. Yeah. Oh, I can go now. My job is done. Yeah. So I'm sorry. You know what? There's nothing to be sorry about. The raw uh, emotion is beautiful. But it was it was just such an amazing day. The fans, oh my God, I've never seen anything like that before in my life. Ever seen anything like that in my life. It was crazy, crazy, crazy. I think it was something that was supposed to have been two hours, ended up being, what, six? Oh, yeah. All together. Yeah, people were missing days of work for that. Yeah, but it took... <laughs> Um, I think it was only supposed to take two hours to get mm-hmm. from, and it took like four or five. Yeah. Like Cam took a whole net <laughs> <laughs> on the float. Um, it was it was fun though. I was on a float with um, Drake, and he's so sweet. You know, he you know knew about my mom and came and gave me a hug, and you know we all we spent the, like it was just a really really amazing day. Yeah. Just, I, I'm, I've never seen anything like that. And I don't care about anybody else's parades or nothing like this was <laughs> the pinnacle of all parades. That nobody's parade will ever be like ours, ever. Love it. Ever. Love it. Want to hear that. Let's hope that we can do this again, right? So. <laughs> yeah. Yes, indeed. Yes. Indeed. So your son throughout his career has played on Team USA where they won the gold medal in the 2016 Summer Olympics. Mm -hmm. He is sixth time NBA All-Star. He has won an NBA championship and more. Did you see all of that and his many more accomplishments in Young Kyle? No. So I'm not going to say that because I know – that my son was going to always be, no matter what he did, mm-hmm. best at what he could be. You know, yeah. if he was a trash man, he would have been the best dog on trash man Amen. out there. We were told that, you know, he he was an NBA player, but he would be a backup his whole, probably yeah. his whole career, you know? Yeah. Mm-mm. <laughs> that wasn't going to happen. You could imagine that, eh? So, and even just, like, even... Like the petty stuff or f- whatever you want to call it from like even around the city, like well, who's better, this player or that player and, you know, all this and that and yada, yada, yada. And like, you know, I'm looking at all these guys that came up with him or was supposed to be better than him that even never made it to the league or made it to the league and only had a year or two career and different things like that. And so... When he won the chip, girl. (laughs) 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 Oh, you talking about somebody was talking trash and now what? And blah blah. His brother was on Facebook Live, probably the funniest thing I've ever seen in my life. (laughs) He called out everybody and their mother. He didn't care. That's he funny. was like, my mom trying to get on here because she's going to make me shut up, but I'm not going to let her. And I'm like, no, nope, rock out, honey. Go ahead. Go ahead and rock out. It was funny. See, Lonnie's already funny, but um, it was, um, uh, um, you just, it's almost like, what else can he do? Yeah. Yeah. What else can well, he do? Well, I think he's proven already that he's always going to one-up himself, right? So. <laughs> Yeah. 
so it, it was, I'm sorry, go ahead. No, go ahead, finish your thought. Though. No, it was just, you know, it was, I'm so proud of him. Of course. You no, know, and it, it, it doesn't, no, I don't, we don't talk basketball at all, like, at all. I'm, I'm strictly mom, grandma, whatever. Yeah. We don't talk basketball, but he knows that I, I, I'm so, I make sure I tell him as yeah. often as I can. Even if I don't sit in his face and yeah. he knows, he knows. Yeah. Of course, he already knows that mom is always going to be there no matter what. You know, I find ways to do, he knows how proud I am of him. Oh, of course. So Kyle is considered in the upper age category in the NBA. So Just, what does he do? <laughs> well, there you go. So what does he do to maintain his body in great shape so he can keep up with the younger guys? Um, first of all, most of them probably couldn't keep up with his workout. Love it. There you go. Um, he changed, <laughs> I'm going to say what, or maybe six years ago? You probably remember I don't remember exact year mm-hmm. um, when he changed his body. Um, he eats great, like he his his diet is crazy. He's no red meat. Um, he has a chef that cooks him these you know great meals. Um, his summer workout is crazy. It's in Vegas. Yeah, um, like I said, most guys couldn't keep up with his workout during the summer. When Nova is going to practice in the morning, he's finishing up at 6 37 o'clock. He's already been in the gym yeah. and done. Um, so I don't, that age thing doesn't really, to me, play in anymore. That's I mean, right. look at Kyle, look at Chris, look at what Steve Nash played until he was. So look at Vincent. Like, yeah. like these That's guys, right. it's not like it used to be. Exactly. But I dare. Most any most of them to try try his workout. He's <laughs> he's in the bicycling right now. Well, oh, okay. I know that was part of his last um, thing, and he, I think I'm not sure how much he does off season, but I know mm-hmm. they have a peloton. So he's very very. Um, he lifts weights. He's very into his okay. body, keeping his body in tune. So. Yeah, I don't think okay. that age thing matters anymore. Amen. So Kyle is a natural born leader. On the court, he commands attention from both the team and the fans with the ultimate goal of executing plays and delivering favorable results. So once he finally hangs up his sneakers, what profession would you like to see him doing where he can continue to use those skills that made him so successful thus far? Um, I personally would love to see him coach. Yeah. Though I would feel sorry for anybody that plays <laughs> <laughs> Because he would demand, like everything that he puts into it, he would demand that. Absolutely. So, um, I mean, that's what I would like to see him do. I really have no idea what he's thinking about. I think he would be really good um, in commentating as well. Mm-hmm. Um, he does. He's done it a few times. He's really good at it. It's <laughs> um, amazing. He's funny. And yeah, um, yeah I've seen. Yeah, him. I would I've like seen to him see him do a few things. Though. I'm not yeah. sure what he has in mind, though. <laughs> I've seen him do a few things. It's funny. 
So last year, Villanova retired his number, okay. which is a great honor for a top school where many greats have played there in the past. So what was that day like for your family? It was, it was a nice day. Like it was, it was totally unexpected as far as them retiring his number, but it was a really, it was a really, an honor. It was an honor. Um, and, uh, the, you know, the grandbabies were there and got to walk out with your dad. It was cool. Kyle's a family man, and he often talks okay. about the importance of him and his family giving back to the community. Where did this come from? You know, it came from us, Wendy. <laughs> <laughs> I know, but I want you to say it. <laughs> we, um, my mom and I have always opened our homes up to Kyle's friends, his brother's friends. You know, they always knew that if they were hungry or anything like that, that Miss Marie and Grandma Shirley was there for them. My mom has been that way with my brother's friends. Um, and I, I I like to think that it rubbed off. Yeah. Like they, they saw that just being nice to people sometimes, you know, mm -hmm. ain't gonna be the smallest thing can make the world a difference in somebody's life. Absolutely. You know, our AAU program, um, you know, he, he he puts a lot of money into that AAU program to make sure that these kids are off the streets, yeah. you know, during the summer and then help some of these kids get these college degrees that they, they need. Yeah, education is everything now. Yep. But what I love is that it seems like a, a tradition that's passed on, you know what I mean, from generation to generation. And it's nice that his babies are there and they're witnessing this because this is yeah. something that they can carry on in their future, like following dads, you know what I mean? And then grandma's footsteps and great grandma's mm -hmm. footsteps. So I think that's beautiful. Yeah, he and he takes them when they yeah. do everything. So they they know exactly what's going on. Yeah. So Cam, you know, is giving out, dishing out food and Card is giving out. So they, they understand. Um, I'm not sure if they understand the enormity of right. their Not situation. Yet. Yeah. So, and probably by the time they really learn, he probably won't be playing anymore. Yeah. Um, but you never know the way things are these days, the way his body is, who knows? Who knows? That's it. Nobody knows how much basketball he has left in him. Mm -hmm. Only Kyle I, knows that. I, 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 actually, the last couple of games, I think he had to remind people, like, you know, I kind of fell back a little bit, but I still got it. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> so tell me, you have been a part of the Raptors family for quite some time now, which I am at the beginning of what I pray is a long, exciting journey for my son and myself as a Raptors mom. So what can I contribute to the Raptors family and what can I look forward to? Um, Just be you, Wendy. Like they don't ask us to do and they don't ask much of us if anything they always ask them what they can do for us yeah um they're very family oriented they're yeah. very um like i was telling the guys the first time i came into the airport Gemma mashalela picked us up at the airport when kyle had to look for a place doreen and courtney charles was with us out yes. house hunting like you know, most people, most organizations will delegate that to 
you know, peons or whatever, but they keep things very family. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I've been part of the Raptors organization for a couple of weeks now and beautiful, just like you're saying, they're so family oriented. I mean, they are. And I mean, I I really wish you could really have gotten the full experience of being at the Scotia and all of that. Even, even the, the ushers and, you know, some of them are so sweet, so nice. Yeah, well, hopefully that's coming soon. Hopefully all that yeah, will go back to, so. to normal, right? I mean, I've been to the Scotia Bank Arena many times, but as the competition, so. <laughs> Girl, look, I feel like a queen when I'm there. Like, they are so, you know, Mama, you okay? Mom, you good? You need anything, Mom? You good? You good? The ushers, man, you know, I come through, they part the Red Sea. It's nice. They so it's it's very very nice. Good, it's, it's awesome experience. I think out of the three teams, this you know. Yeah, well, nice. I'm hoping when it all gets back to normal, you and I can sit together, and I'll be like, I want her. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. I'll be your date. Yes, for sure. For sure. So now let's learn some fun facts about Kyle. Uh oh. <laughs> get me in trouble. Yes. So. <laughs> No. What was Kyle's go-to dish that you make that he must always have? Okay, so I haven't cooked for my son in a very, very, very long time. But pancakes. Awesome. And cheese grits. Okay. And cheese grits. Other than a basketball, what was one childhood item he could not live without? Oh. Um, Wow. Um, the basketball. I mean, it's, it was nothing else. Like yeah. literally nothing else. Yeah. <laughs> like he wasn't a phone kid. None of that. That basketball was yeah. everything. Yeah. Maybe sneaks. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> did he? Did he have a childhood nickname? And if so, what was it? Um, all his friends called him G's. G E E Z. Do you know like, why? And he would do stuff on the court. They'd be like, "Jeez." <laughs> <laughs> that's that's what I was told. Like, <laughs> I love that. And when did? <laughs> <Jeez>. <laughs> that's what I was told. And when did uh, Kalo come about? Um, was that a basketball yeah. thing? Yeah, I guess so. You know, I yeah. guess everybody has a little nickname. Yeah. Whatever. He, uh, he outgrew the cheese? Okay. Well, the cheese <laughs> never came into the yeah to the league. That was, uh, you know, like his, the guys that he still go to school, went to school with still call him G's. Yeah. Like you'll see, uh, you know, if anybody follows his friends, they, they'll refer to him as G's. Oh, love it. What advice would you give to another courtside mom about dealing with a coaching decision that she did not agree with? Just deal with it. Because there's nothing that you or I can say to a coach that's going to make him do anything any different. Yeah, yeah. And I, I would actually take this advice all the way back to, um, you know, young age. If you're mm-hmm. going to allow a coach to coach your kid, you need to allow that coach to coach your kid. Absolutely. And if you don't like what he's doing or whatever, take him somewhere else. Yeah. 
And because we I we have an AAU program that's I think like twelve teams deep, sixteen teams deep. Wow. That's one of the things that my son and our coaches preach. Either you're gonna trust me and allow me to coach your kid and trust mm-hmm. that I'm gonna do the do right by them. For sure. Now that's one thing if they're not doing right and it's blatant. Yeah. But just because you think that your kid is that guy or that girl doesn't mean that they, they are. Yeah. Because when you get into this competitive, when you get out, get into AAU and you get outside of your area, sometimes you see that that kid is really not that special, but because you're the parent, you don't see that. Yeah. No, totally agree. So with that said, what advice would you give to a player on how to deal with a tough teammate? Um, well, because we are, we talking about grown men, you know, if you feel as though somebody is not treating you right or talking to you right as a man, pull them to the side and say, listen, yeah, yada, 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 you know, can you not speak to me in that manner or mm-hmm. let me explain to me, Yeah, you know, why you're because like I said like I know how hard you know Kyle probably is on teammates um and it may not always come out the right way but I think in the end he does actually explain to them like look blah 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 blah, blah, blah." right so they know yeah and then and I think that's why it's always able to get past and it's never an ill feeling or anybody's ever feeling bad okay you know but I don't I don't think um he's ever telling them anything wrong. And I think that's why it, it you know. Yeah. Goes what, is, what is it like being a courtside mom to Kyle Lowry? I love the um, smile. <laughs> it's, it's, it's an amazing feeling. It's a blessed, mm. it's a blessed feeling. Aww. Like I'm so like literally my heart almost mm-hmm. explodes because I knew he was going to be good, yeah. but I didn't think it was going to be like this. Right. Like I'm so happy for him. Mm-hmm. I'm just so happy for him that he's been able to account. Forget, I ain't going to say forget the money. That'd be a lie. But <laughs> forget <laughs> that the material stuff, yeah. just that he's, accomplished so much you know when he was doubted you know and had and his fight was worth the fight yeah well mom thank you for being his backbone because at the end of the day it starts and stops with moms right yeah <laughs> yeah so. we had a little conversation yesterday off camera <laughs> <laughs> you and I yeah yeah I remember so yeah well Anyhow, <laughs> we'll, we'll continue that off camera. So that well, later. I mean, it's, it's, it's great. You know, it's moms needed to be moms. And, yeah. You know. you know what? They understand or they should understand. And it's our yeah. jobs to make them understand that we are always looking up for their best interest. So don't be afraid to come. Don't be ashamed to come. And Cam and I have that understanding, right? He knows that there's something wrong. He can come to me. I'm not going to judge him. 
Yeah. You know I mean? like, I'm just gonna, I'll take it in, soak it in, and then we'll deal with it. And then I go about my business. Yeah. Kyle knows that. Um, yeah. I just, you know, very, um, I think that's the one mistake I feel like I may have made is I let him be a little too independent, mm -hmm. you know, because he wanted to do so much basketball wise yeah. and I couldn't be there. So I had to let him fly right. here and do this and do that. And sometimes I think I let him get a little too wrong, you know, yeah. but not in a bad way. Just, well, he had to learn. You know, but, he um, had to learn. He had to learn, right? Yeah, but I'm, I mean, I've been lucky. Like every, he's, he hasn't made to me a, a mistake, right? Along the way, he's done like from his choices in school to his choices, his choice in wife. He's done a great job. There you go. But he did that through the the goodness that you instilled in him. So congratulations, mom, once again. Thanks. Last question. Your okay. son has been playing professionally for many years, and you have been there with him along the way. If you could only give one piece of advice to another courtside mom, what would it be? Wow. That's so open. Like, can you narrow it? Can you narrow that down a little bit? First thing that comes to your mind, I'm coming to you as a courtside mom and I'm saying, I need some advice. What What would you give me? What would you tell me? Could be anything. Always be mom. Love it. Always be mom. Try, you know, I know some of these moms are, and, you know, bless their hearts. They run their son's careers. They do everything for their, their sons or whatever. But, always remember to be mom yeah absolutely. you know he needs to know that mom is always there yeah. no matter what happens yeah their mom like i i, I text him after every game whether yeah. he plays or not yeah and it always ends with i love you uh, it might that. that might just be the only three words i say but but he knows when he comes off that court there's something there Mm -hmm. I love that. So Cam and I do the same thing. And like you mm -hmm. said, is it whether he plays or not? Or I, and I always ask how he's feeling. And... I don't even ask that. <laughs> I don't. I'll just say what I need to say. You had a great game. Ooh, that was a tough one. Whatever. Yeah. It's usually I love you. And that's something when he don't play most of the time, it's just I love you. Beautiful mom. You know, I just need him to know that, I, that that's unconditional. Yeah. Yeah, because like you said, that that's what's more important than anything before the game, before anything mm -hmm. above all, is that he knows that yeah. mom loves me. Well, Marie, you are amazing. I just, oh, I'm so blessed to have you, to well, spend some time that. with you. I'm glad you asked me. This is very nice. You know, it's kind of, you know, we don't, our fraternity, our sorority is just as, Small as they like, just yeah. as, as theirs. It's four hundred and fifty of us. Yeah, that's true. You know, give that's or take. True. So you know, we we need to you know honor each other and you know. Oh yeah, I honor every single mother and our journeys and everything that you know what I mean. Like our our boys are so important, and you mm -hmm. know, as I do this, I every time I do this, I gain another son to my right. mind, you know what I mean? I'm like, okay, right. that's, that's another one of my babies. You know what I mean? So right. it's just cute. I, I, mean, I mean, I'll do that too. I think, um, you know, Kyle probably, you know, he'll, my mom will do that. If you need it, <laughs> my mom will do that. Don't worry, I, I'll call my mom, you know, but yeah. 
Yeah, they, it's, they know. Of I, course I, they I, know. Yeah, they know. I, I laugh with Cam and say if something happens or somebody bothers him. And I laugh. I'm like, who's bothering you? I'm going to call their mom. And he starts <laughs> laughing. He's like, oh, my God. So <laughs> I know. I know. He just thinks it's I just funny. like, yeah, it's, yes. it's, we're, we're, like I said, we're a very small sorority as well. So. We are. And once again, bless you for coming on Courtside Moms and sharing your story. It's important for people to know the real Kyle Lowry, right? <laughs> but that's still, I mean, listen. I don't know. Kyle is, you know, it's certain things about him, I'm sure. And I think everybody's like, there's just certain things you just don't want people to know because they take things as a weakness or something like that. Right. However, moms always tell the truth and what it really is, right? So this is why I love doing this show because we are showing our, our boys true character. So you know what? I will say this. I would say the last several years he's allowed more of himself to show good and that's what's important i think think he's allowed i think the walls that they have to have Mm -hmm. in order for them to you know Mm -hmm. to because unfortunately for them to succeed somebody else has to fail i mean that's that's what's unfortunate like in order for you to get your shine somebody else light has to do right right you know and that's it's unfortunately and that's a part and, of life um, that they have to learn how to manage right so okay i think he's gotten to the point now where he feels like he doesn't have to keep that wall so right you know sure. so rigid sure. he might be able to mm-hmm. you know he can finagle it i get it <laughs> I, you know, yeah your, your, your production guys like they i think they'll they'll be Will and they'll be quick to say like like his humor and his the funniness of it like you you saw it a lot when Demar was there too mm-hmm. yeah so we're well, yeah. good once again thank you thank you so 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 much for coming on Courtside Moms and I look forward to speaking to you again. You're all done, baby. I do it naturally. Whoa, whoa.